and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 123 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden, and today I am joined yet again by Jacquette Timmons, a financial behaviorist and owner of Sterling Investment Management. For the full intro of Jacquette, make sure you go and listen to last Tuesday's episode. So if you haven't already done that, hit pause. Go give it a listen. I think it was like five minutes maybe, and then you can join us today. So Jacquette, how are you doing? I'm doing just dandy. Yourself? I'm great. Thank you. It's so funny when I record these episodes. There's really no illusion here. My whole audience knows that I batch podcasts. So we kind of talk like we're talking a week apart. But in reality, everyone knows that uh, we, we hit stop on that last podcast about two minutes ago. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so nothing has changed. Uh, nothing has changed in my state of well-being since then. Everything is good to go. We're going to dig into this next question. So this question comes from Suzanne. And for context, Suzanne is a wedding planner. And Suzanne has a funny and interesting question that I'm sure you'll have many insights on. Suzanne asks, everyone tells me to do my research on competitors, but how do you get competitor pricing? Do you catfish that shit? These are her words. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I totally love that. <laughs> well, I guess if you, um, if your competitors don't have their pricing on their website, that would be a one way of doing it. Um, but I want to actually take a step back and I, I want to ask, a, ask Stephanie to, or I'm sorry, Suzanne to consider a different question, which is, what is the benefit of really knowing what the competitor is, is charging? Because everybody, you know, one of the things that I always talk about when I talk about pricing is that while the question, what should I charge for this is a universal one, the answer is very personal. And so you could have two wedding, you know, planners side by side and for a variety of reasons, what they are charging for what they're bringing to the table is going to be different. So, if you're doing it to just have a ballpark numerically of what people are doing, that might be beneficial, but you don't know that much about, you know, their target audience per se. You don't know whether or not they're running their business as a business or as a hobby. Like there's so many factors that you're not aware of that can shape the way in which they come up with pricing that I think it's dangerous to um, look at that research and only focus on the price that they're, they're charging. So 
having said that, <laughs> um, if they're going to do that, yes, you're going to probably need to catfish unless they have their numbers on their site. But I think the, the more critical aspect of that research and comparison is really what are they providing within the container of their different offers? So even if you didn't know their particular price point, what's the package? What does package A look like? What does package B look like and C, et cetera? I think that's better research. Yeah, super smart. I agree. And I will, I will say that I, since I work with a lot of people in the wedding industry, people tend to be very collaborative. So Suzanne, if I were you, I would probably just post in some Facebook groups in your market and say that you're curious to hear what different people's packages are and what they're offering. Because at the end of the day, like you don't need a mirror what other people are charging for this type of thing. I would think that the keys are just not undercutting the market and then also not being way above market if you're not you know, providing like a luxury or a super high end service. Would you agree? Well, yeah, but I think the key word in what you just said is market, right? So is your market the same as theirs? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Very true. Because twenty thousand dollars for your market may be right, twenty thousand dollars for theirs may not, and vice versa. Yes. Okay. Love this. All right. So keep it geographic. Take your ideal client in mind. All that good stuff. Um, Jack Jacquette, I'll let you expand on all of those terms on our next podcast episode. How's that sound? That sounds fantastic. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so thanks everyone for tuning in to our weekly uh, short episode here on Tuesday. If you loved it, make sure you leave a review, subscribe so you'll be notified when I am back in a couple days with Jacquette on Thursday. And I hope that you have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.